Today's Daf Maseches Ksubas Daf Ches. The next part of the Chuppah and the way we have all the stages combined in the contemporary times is the reading of the Ketubah followed by the Sheva Brachot, which is the topic of the first Daf Amud Aleph on today's Daf. The Sheva Brachot explains our Gemara may only be recited when there are Panim Chadashot, new faces, new people that have showed up at the celebration throughout the week of the Sheva Brachot of the seven blessings. The relationship between Ketubah and Sheva Brachot can be understood in this way: when the Ketubah represents the stability, routineness, and ongoing element of the marriage, this document that has the obligation of the husband to the wife, the panim chadashot, those new faces requirement for the Shav Brachot infuses a freshness and excitement into these days, a reminder what my Rebbeim used to say, that your stability should be filled with excitement, and that your excitement should be filled with consistency. Ni Shav Brachot, are called in our Gemara, Birkat Chatanim, the blessing of the, of the groom. And they represent the pinnacle of joy at the Chuppah. They include big ideas, but only one of them seems Samech to Samech. That sixth bracha deals with the actual Chatan Kala. A few general comments. The first blessing of Hagafen is not usually in that we introduce, it's not unusual that we introduce all happy occasions, wine before all those happy occasions. It does seem to have something additional purpose, perhaps when it comes to Shav Brachot, as it serves as an introduction of sorts, as we find in the words of the mystical sources, Yain the wine that, that, that Adam, the first man, drank when he was getting married, he got drunk and he, and he transgressed what Hashem, what Hashem told him not to do. And in the end, he had this great curse. So it's one of the themes of the Chuppah by a return, being a return to this original time of the Garden of Eden. We stand at the Chuppah and we go back to that time. The wine takes on a new meaning as well. And therefore, it's sort of being there as a, as a way of fixing. The next three blessings deal with creation in general and creation of man in particular. Fifth and seventh deal with Jerusalem, Yerushalayim, focus on the, the future redemption and are seemingly not unique to the Chuppah. Only the fourth and sixth seem to have direct relevance. How can we understand this? Even Rashi in his longish commentary the, on, the, on the blessings throws up his hands at the, at the, at the relevance of, of the themes to the weddings. A brief look at the third blessing, Yotzer HaAdam, the creation of man, and the fourth blessing, a bit longer, but also ex- has the exact same ending, something we don't find anywhere else in the, in the blessings, the same Yotzer HaAdam. So what is the idea behind this? Why at the Chuppah? And we don't say this when a person's born. So Rashi explains that Adam at first was was created both male and female before he was put asleep, the Tardema, and separated. And this is the third blessing. So the first stage of the creation of man, Hashem sees this as that stage, it wasn't good that man was alone. But why was he alone at that point? He had in him the male and the female. Why did he need this division to achieve what we say in the fourth blessing, the Binyan Adead, this eternal, this eternal building, this eternal home of the fourth blessing. So Adam was first, Zachar Nukeva Abraham, he was created as male and female, but he wasn't, didn't have an Ezer Kinegdo, this, this person standing opposite him to help him and to bring him and to guide him through life. This was the process of division. Before this explains the Zohar, Kadosh and the mystical sources was a lot easier for man because he wasn't missing anything, but he was alone. A person can be surrounded by hundreds and thousands of people and followers and, and fans, but can still be alone. He leaves this state when he finds what is that which is missing inside of him, the female counterpart. And this separation, known in Kabbalah as the Nisira, on the one hand, before it happened, Adam couldn't, could ignore the missing part, not needing an Ezer Kinegdo, a, a, a helpmate on the opposite side. But after, created the need for longing and searching, therefore, Binyana they had this eternal, this eternal building of the Adam back into himself. That's the side of man he needs to find himself in himself. So the third and fourth blessing of Yotzer Adam therefore represent this process of the first stage of the creation of man to the second stage where he becomes whole. Similarly, in the fifth blessing, we go from the individual to the nation, the prat to the klal. Or we're sleeping in the exiles that people needs to end and we have to wake up 
to desire to come home to Yerushalayim, to Hashem, to Asherin, Bekibutz, Vanela, Tocha, to come back to the Holy Land, to come back to Yerushalayim, the final redemption, Jerusalem, to find their missing partner, the, to, the true deep connection of the Chupah to Jerusalem and the marriage of the Jewish people to Kadosh Baruch Hu. As well, the blessing, the second blessing, Shakob Baral Chavado, is the recognition that everything that Hashem does has a reason and a purpose, even the things that seem terrible and difficult in our nation's history. Everything is bringing us through that slumber to wake up and to come to that final ge'ula. And of course, at the end, the final of the seventh bracha, which begins with ten words of simcha, gila, rina, ditzach, advan, so on. These were challenged to bring into each marriage keneged eser chupot that Hashem made for Adam in the, in the Garden of Eden. And when this will happen, we pray for the fulfillment of the rest of the blessing. Yishama. Only then will we be Zocha and merit the actual and beautiful connection, full connection of us, the lover with Hashem, Mesemech Atan, Im Hakala.